All right, it's DT Systems, dog tested and dog tough. You know, we like that dog in them, baby. We've been using the H2O1820. Over the last several months, we've been playing with this unit. Our friends at Standing Stone Kennels, Ethan and Kat, they've been using it for years, and we've been playing with it. We really like it. I think for the dog trainer, the hunter, and the guy or gal who's training their dog to get ready for duck season, we'll really enjoy the 1820. Super reliable, super consistent, great unit for you and your dogs. H2O1820. Dog tested. Dog. Gunner Kennels, baby. Hashtag man's best kennel. Well, it's also now hashtag man's best food crate. It's freaking raccoon proof. You can't get into this thing. Your dog can't bust into the lid and eat all the food. Trust me, I know Memphis has done it in the past. She looks like a blown up pumpkin. Boom. But not anymore. We've got the Gunner Kennel food crate. It's easy to pack easy to store, keeps food dry, which food's an investment, man. That Purina, baby, it ain't cheap anymore. So keep it dry, good, all that stuff. Easy to pack, easy to store. The Gunner Kennel Food Crate, slide into DMs if you'd like to learn more. Have you wondered if you want to force fetch your dog? Maybe you think your dog's too soft. Maybe you're too nervous to screw, quote unquote, screw your dog up. Let me help you. I built a start to finish course with different dogs, different breeds, and different personalities from start to finish to show you how that you and your dog can do it successfully and easy. Jump in, links in the description. We'd be happy to help you. Let's go. Let's set goals and get you and your dog where you want to be this duck season. What's going on, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Lone Ducks Gun Dog Chronicles. Welcome to the show, baby. It's me and Kevin this week. We're really excited to talk all about dogs, all about what's going on. We've got a fun episode ahead for you, but first, let's get into the sponsors. You can Uba, baby, the food, the fuels, the truck of the Lone Duck. New formula, new challenge. You've heard it before. Three months. Do it. If you got a high-energy dog, you train a ton, you put a lot of miles on that dog, you really work them, get that 30-20. If you've got a medium metabolism dog, you train a few days a week, not crazy crazy, try that 26-16. That's what we do. Um, Large breed puppy formula, that's what old prairie dog gets. So try the three-month challenge. I promise you won't be disappointed. Next up, Gunner Kennels. Man's best kennel. These Folks put so much hard thought and effort into bringing the best products to our industry, and they're developing more. So I'm really excited for 2021, 2022 on what Gunner's bring into the market. But if you'd like to get you and your dog into a kennel, shoot us a direct message. We're happy to talk to you. We're happy to help you out. Next up, Dogtra. Shocking news, everybody. Just kidding. It's a little e-collar joke maybe you're not laughing if you're not smell you later listen these guys their customer service is unbelievable their quality and durability and i trust when i push that button it's going to be at the level i need it to be at when i needed to be there that's what matters i don't need to push a number two and have it be a four and that dog can't handle a four i need to be where it's at the correction needs to be when it, it when it needs to be and how it needs to be, not any different. 
And so for that reason, I trust the doctor products. You can check them out on LoneDuckOutfitters.com. If you have questions about what unit fits you and your dog the best, shoot me a direct message. Slide on into my DMs at the old at Lone Duck. Next up, smoke them if you got them, baby. Those trailer Traeger grills. Trailer grills. Traeger, baby. We're rolling smoke here at the Lone Duck. I'm going to go with my favorite thing is the wings. I made them this week. They were to die for. I would literally punch someone if they tried to take my last wing away from me. So good. I, I, I makes me a better cook. Well, I was a bad cook before. Now I'm a good cook. So take that for what it's worth. Smoke them if you got them, baby. Traeger, check them out. Next up, Kent. What can I say? I'm not shooting steel anymore. Now they do. They got that fast steel. So let's back up. I always talk about that mm, business, but they got the fast steel. And I, I shoot fast steel. I've shot fast steel. I've had great results killing birds with fast steel. It's a great product. But it's really hard for me to put steel when it's like once you go black lab, you never go back. Once you go bismuth, you never go back, baby. Check them out. Next up, you got that lone duck. Little selfish plug. Check us out, loneduckoutfitters.com. If you enjoy the show, you want to support the show, grab you an unspoken bond t-shirt, grab you a Memphis t-shirt, grab you a birdie t-shirt, grab you a lone D hat. We appreciate everything that you guys do listening, tuning in, and we appreciate the support on the website. If you want more tips and tricks, um, some of my setups, some Zoom calls where we have a happy hour and you can join us. We have some, we're going to have some guests join our happy hour in the next month. Hop on to Patreon for as little as five bucks a month on up. You can be a part of that community. It also enters you to win a all expenses paid trip with the pit boss, sea duck hunting in Ocean City, Maryland with me and Kevin. It's going to be a blast, baby. So join on patreon.com forward slash lone duck outfitters. And lastly, Waypoint Outdoor Collective. Check them out on Instagram. They got a ton of people in their community. A lot of other great podcasts and social media folks. So check them out, Waypoint Outdoor Collective. All right, Kevin, let's get into the show. Nice lacrux you got there, buddy. The Sparkling water. It's adorable. Thank you for, for noticing. I did notice. I, I didn't say anything earlier, but but you're on. But now we're you're recording, now. so you have to. Yeah, uh, you know. I got to watch my girlish figure. Well, it is girly. That's no offense to the women out there because that's just offensive to them. It's just, you didn't say it was negative. You just said it was girly. Nice set of breasts on you. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> uh, how are you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. You're in a good I'm good. room right now. Yeah, I'm in the Burwell's basement. We're in COVID quarantine. Um, the Burwell's have COVID. Carrie has COVID. Miraculously, Uncle Bob uh, has escaped the tentacles uh, of COVID. Do you think it's possibly because? Well, so here's this: they they've done some studies on on people who with mustaches. No, who uh, like got rid of allergies? Did you ever hear about this? No, they, but they I, got I'm rid listening. of allergies because they were so dirty that they were able to grow out of their allergies 
and they they did like some weird uh, you know scientific test where they were like walking all over the world barefoot trying to put their feet in the grossest things because you like absorb stuff through your feet or something and uh like specifically like elephant poop and like all sorts of different things is it possible that you've been living the croc life so hard that you're good uh i'm gonna go 100 percent. i literally so we <laughs> all right i'm gonna digress into this conversation yeah why not so, so we had the cruise let her go home and the Andy, my our my setter, our setter, go home. Uh, and I had one puppy left over, and he was flying to California, and the puppy took a dump right near my truck. And I'm like, man, I'm probably gonna step in this, so let me take my crock and flip it out of the way. You're the only person I know who would be like, oh, I don't want to step in it, so let me purposefully flick it. Flick it. Use I just my want foot. To- yeah. Just flick it. Well, it didn't flick. It went inserted into a toe hole on the crock and was all over my feet. What did I do? Walked it off, bro. <laughs> you rubbed some dirt off, on bro. it. Screw it. Walk it off, man. Yeah. Uh, I also think that I touch, t- I touch, touch dead ducks all day, every day. I eat lunch sometimes, most times out washing my hands. Um. So I would say my immune system is pretty strong. I think that this no. should be, we need to like reverse our intro and say like, there's got to be some sort of medical disclaimer. Like Bob is not a doctor. Uh, he does not give good mustache rides and please wash your hands before eating anything during a global pandemic after handling dead, diseased, like mergs. Well, some of those things are true. Others are not. I am not a doctor, but I'm close. Close enough. I have a sociology degree. Yeah, which is, there's an ology in there. That's right. I forget what the other things you said, but I'm pretty sure I'm awesome at all of them. That's fair. You got a good push uh, flannel on. I wish they sold those. I feel like we get a lot of people asking where you got your bush gear from. I don't know if they sell those. I think they do. I think they do on their website so people can check it out and just tell them that Lone Duck sent you. Yeah. Um, so anyways, so you're in a good man room. Yes. I'm at the Burwells because I can't go back to our Airbnb with Carrie cause she's got it. I can't go upstairs because they got it. And so I've got a shower, a couch with a pillow and a blanket and my dogs are outside in the barn. So we basically just wake up, roll out, do it again. I got maybe another week of this quarantine. Um, but it's all good, man. We're living, we're doing it. We're working hard. Um, we did have a good, we did have a good week. I, uh, the, the cruise litter and Andy litter, uh, transportation from South Carolina to their homes was successful. It was, they're, they're all healthy and happy and handsome and owners are, mostly happy the ones that are up at night to a crying puppy probably have a little bit to be you know desired but uh we've got rave reviews on figuring out crate training and going potty outside you know we do it a little bit in depth with our whelping services so the puppies that go home are actually litter box trained which sounds crazy because 
I'm not putting a litter box in my house for a dog and I don't expect anyone to or want anyone to, but what it teaches that brand new puppy is there's a good place and a bad place to go potty. And so instead of going in their playpen, they wake up, go to the litter box, go to the bathroom and come back and start playing. And that is clutch. So they've understood this concept of right and wrong and a clean play area and a dirty play area. And it's better to have a clean one. And so uh, I'm really pleased to hear that the folks are having an e quote unquote easier time with housebreaking and the puppies are adapting well. Um, but yeah, I know my friend Bunny Snipes, Plantation Pet Care. Shout out, Bunny. What up, buddy? He got an Andy puppy. He named it Coco. Oh, yeah. Little Coco Motion. Little Coco Motion. Coco, the setter litter is the quietest, gentlest litter I've ever seen. And she is now the barkiest, like, wants out of that box. Really? Oh, dude. He's having a rough one. Poor bunny. Uh, which one, he's did, used he, to which a, one did he get? The Andy doppelganger. No way. Yep. Looks just like Andy. Half mask. So half of her face is black with a brown dot over her eye. The other side of her face is white with a brown ear, or excuse me, a black ear. And then she's kind of ticked um, and ticked, sorry, means there's like black dots on her white coat. So she's real pretty and she's pointing stuff already like, oh, a leaf blue, whack, point. <laughs> uh, you know, she just sees something flitter in the distance, whack, point. And she's like eight weeks, barely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm really pleased, really pleased. But, you know, it's that. First couple nights home, they're away from their litter mates. They're stuck in a crate without anybody to comfort them, really. It's a whole new environment. And so these folks all have a rough week ahead of them. You know, it's a baby. It's, you know, speaking of babies, you're about to have a baby there, big dog. At some point. He's going to be late soon, and then uh, we're going to have to chew him out for that one. We're out of time. Yeah, you're waiting. Kevin, Kevin's having a baby boy. Yep. Congratulations. On behalf of all our listeners, I'm sure they're saying that you probably should have wore some protection. He's <laughs> shooter shoot, baby. Shooter shooting that bismuth. That's right. Giving them a business with the bismuth. <laughs> We're going to lose all of our sponsors. Eh, if they don't have a sense of humor, see ya. So but yeah, oh, I'm so really happy for you. So, I'm, I can't yeah. wait to be a, an uncle again and uh, have a hunting buddy that can go out with us. It's going to be a baby boy. Uncle Bob. And are you, you want to tell the listeners what you're going to name him? I'm going to name him Nephew Bob. What? I'm kidding. No, I don't know. We're not 100% on a name. Are you for real? We've been calling him a name this whole time. You're what just going to switch it up? What if I do? Well, that. Uh, I feel like then I gotta I will, delete this podcast. Well, I'll just be like, "Hey, buddy," and you'll be like, "Bob, do you remember his name?" You're like, not really. Yeah, and that's fine. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for you. It's going to be a, an exciting next two weeks, and we'll update everybody when Kevin and his wife Rachel pop out another lone duckling. A lone duckling, which we do have onesies on the website. In case anybody yeah. also wants uh, to give a little little gift to friends and family 
I realized yeah, the lone duckling. Lone duckling onesies. Yeah, buddy. So we're we're uh, our next big product line. Yeah. Um, Childcare. So. <laughs> So yeah, it's been a it's been a busy like that was Friday that all those puppies went home and today is Tuesday. So it's been fun seeing all the puppy pictures and videos come in where people are enjoying them, their kids are enjoying them, they're throwing little bumpers for them. Things are great, life is good. Um, training here, I feel like has gotten very stressful. Really? Well, we signed up for our first contest. It's three and a half weeks away, and we aren't ready. And we talked about this. We talked about it on our Patreon video. Shout out patreon.com forward slash lone dog outfitters. But the video consisted of how do you prepare for a hunt test and like having your dogs peak at the right time and when to know if your dog's ready for a hunt test and all that stuff. And I just, I always go into the first hunt test of the season feeling behind the eight ball, you know, hunting season. They all went home and got, you know, loose on obedience and loose on their blinds and slipping whistles and whatever the case may be. So we're running, as of right now, Memphis, Cruz, who just came off a litter, you know, five, six weeks ago. So uh, Ember, who had... easy getting back into the swing of things and getting healthy again and, and all that. Well, she's, yeah, she's fully healthy and like great... Yeah, I guess but, I just meant like she just pumped out how many how many babies and she's got to ease her way back into it, you know. Yeah, no, nah, I hear you. But she's been off since October or September. Like she's had a lot of time off. Ember's had a lot of time off. She hasn't been. I haven't seen Ember since August. Um, and then Hunter, who is a lone duck pup from our first litter, he's going to be running senior, but he's like dancing that line of master. So we're on the fence, excuse me, we're on the fence of running master. And I just feel like I want to see where he's at. So let's run him in a senior. He needs more passes anyways to get his title. So let's just run him there. See how he handles the excitement. He's been really, really good in training. He's making really good decisions. His blinds are like, he's either on or he's going down in a hell of gunfire. He's so fast. <laughs> So he's either really, really looks unbelievable, best dog on the truck, or it's like, Kapow! you know, he's off and never, never land. So not really. I mean, it's not that bad, but he he's right there, dude. I, I'm so excited for his summer because he will be running master tests in no time. So this senior test will be a good judge of line manners, holding the line manners, honoring, like everything that the master I expect him to be like, if he's a little iffy, then we're going to take another month or two and just tighten things down and keep working. And then we'll enter him again. But if he's like dialed in and makes it look like it's a piece of cake, maybe we're ready. So I'm really excited, but I do feel like that crunch, man. It's like a, I want to perform for my clients. I want to, I want to pass every dog I enter. Like I want to feel super fired up and I am fired up, but I just, I look at the clock ticking of the countdown to when that test is ready. And, uh, so we got some work ahead of us. That's all right though. Where, where yeah. is that at? It's uh it's a first time for me. We're going to Alabama to the cattle ranch. It at least and sounds cool. So you're, you're, you got that checked off. Yeah, no doubt. How it far is. 
Well, I'll be at Blaine's at that point. So I think it's, it's several hours from Blaine's, but it's not bad. No, no, we're going to get an Airbnb and, uh, it'll be fun, but I've always wanted to run there. It's just kind of far from, it's very far from Charleston. It's nowhere near New York. So the, the chance I can get is if I do it while I'm at Blaine's and, uh, he messaged me. I wasn't even really thinking about running a hunt test right away. Like I just would rather train and, and do the, the work so that when it is time to start running, it's like bang, 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 pass, 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 pass. But no better time than now, brother time to get it. So yeah. he sent me a message that and said, Hey, there's like 12 spots left on the master test. You better sign up. And this, that never happens. Usually wow. In 30 seconds, a master test is filled. So I'm like, huh, maybe it's meant to be. Send it. So you so, got a few dogs rolling in it. And how many more dogs do you have? Because with Master National last year, you were able to roll over passes and there was something like that. But how many dogs do you have that you're targeting that? And then like how many passes do they have toward that? You know what I'm trying to ask? I do know what you're trying to ask, and I don't know the answer. Oh, um, I did ask I, you a math question. That's on me. Yeah, I know. It's a good question. I Memphis needs a few. Ember needs a few. Cruz needs a few. If Bruce decides to send May, yeah. then I think she needs two. And if I can convince Bryce to send Kenai back, I think she needs four. Something like that. So between all my dogs, they all need to just run a few tests and pass them all, and we'll be fine. Um, and then I would love to get Hunter in. He's young to do it, but he's not too young to do it. It's just I've got between March 13th and July 31st to get him six master passes and then tighten everything really down for October or end of September. And uh, it can be done. I think he he is the caliber dog that can pass a Master National. I don't know if it's this year, but we won't know unless we give it our all. And that's what we're going to do. So, um, And then I got a couple other dogs. Like everybody knows Aries from my our buddy Bill. Uh and Aries is doing really well. He's that high drive, you know, cruise pup, yep. crazy man. And I feel like he and I've had this connection where the first month was a little hard on him. Um, I've had to do some things, not necessarily to reteach because Bill did a very nice job training him, but we're, we're working on T pattern and sitting on a whistle. Good. We're working on the E collar, like sitting and getting an E collar correction isn't uh, a problem, right? Like when I first got him, if I got onto him on the collar, he'd come towards me. He would, he thought I was getting him, trying to get him to come back to me. I don't know, but there were some miscommunications. And so he and I are working through some of those communication errors and it, it it's, it's looking really good right now. He's had two really good weeks in a row. Um, calm down just a hair, just, manageable like really nice dog and he can mark like best dog best marking dog on the truck really yeah he's lights out um quinn 
Quinn's doing really good. Aren't you going <sighs> to run a derby with Quinn? I'm going to. I, I haven't decided. I, Quinn does. So a derby is under two years old. When they hit two years old, they age out of the derby. And I have until like end of July to do that. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not in a rush to get it done while I'm down here. But what I am in a rush, I'm doing air quotes, everyone. Yeah. I am in a rush to get her better with water work. When, when winter hit us in New York, she was right on that cusp of starting de cheating halfway through swim by. And then it's just like, man, it's this water is cold. It's cold. I shouldn't be doing this to a dog in this type of weather. Let's wait. And so now we're kicking back off where it's like, do you remember what I taught you? Yes or no. This is what I'm asking Quinn, by the way, everybody. <laughs> do you remember these things? And if she wavers, then I'm going to reteach. If she's snappy with it and doing really well, then I'm going to build upon that. And we're kind of in that I need to reteach some of it. That's all right. But, no, that's fair. Yeah, for sure. But her marking ability on land is unreal. Some of the stuff we have done with water while we're down here has been very good. And she's smart and thinking her blinds, which you don't run a blind in Derby, but you want them to handle. Uh, Her blinds are good. They're not great. They're good. Um, And, and what I mean by that is just to digress a little on that is we're running a blind and I'm trying to hold her on a line. And sometimes I'll give her like, almost a straight back, just a slight angle and she'll take a hard angle. Or if I give her a hard angle, she'll dig back. So she's going where I tell her, but off by some degrees. And, and will uh, that's a constant learning, constant precision, asking, working towards precision and she'll get there. But, uh, that would be like, I would buy, I would guess, by the summertime, she'd be running master test too. Like she can do the work. It's a finesse game. Something we say on the yeah. show all the time that it's like, you're just constantly sanding the edges and trying to smooth things out. And that just takes time. Mm-hmm. And the other thing to do it is I've been really working on drills, drills down here, drills, drills, drills. Like it's sexy to come out and throw marks. It's fun to throw marks. And dogs learn from picking up marks, but they also learn from handling drills. They also learn from certain marking drills. And they there are things that I've been doing that aren't as fun for me, but the dogs are learning. It, it's like, what would be a good uh, analogy for a human, right? Like shooting free throws. Um, basketball for basketball not as fun playing pickup with your buddies is fun while throwing marks is fun like playing pickup with your buddies but if you actually when the time comes to make that free throw and win the game for your team if you haven't been practicing that then you're going to miss that shot and you might lose the game so i've been doing really fine-tuning drills with everybody Good communication between me and them. Working on obedience coming in and out of the holding blind. As simple as that. I've got a holding blind out almost every day where even if they're just coming out, I don't know, to run T pattern, kennel, 
get in there, come on out, let's walk the tea pattern. And uh, it's just the little things that I'm trying to be really, really good at with them so that when the going gets tough, it it's kind of second nature to them. Yeah, that makes sense. So let's, uh, let's segue for a second into a segment of a show that we haven't done in a while. And I think you've got it ready. So you want to take us into where we are in Canada? Yeah. People ask really not all the time, I guess, um, how we're doing, how Canada likes us, does Canada Ah. like us? Um, And no, I'm a little upset. Uh, We've lost some traction in Canada, everyone. Traction in Canada. We need to put our snowshoes back on and uh, all in the cavalry. Yup, and uh, you know, just really send Timbits to everybody. Uh, oh, this, nice Tim Hortons reference. See, I know, not bad. Uh, don't nice. think that I don't know my my Canva. Uh, we're two hundred and forty-three. We used to be in the top thirty for Canadian wilderness podcasts. I don't know how, and I don't know why we're labeled as such, but Canadian wilderness podcasts. We were crushing it, and now we got downgraded uh, <laughs> nothingness. Yeah, that's not good, folks. All you Canadians, what did, I don't, do? I don't, what did we do? I don't know how you boost us back up into the top top 30. Maybe leave a comment. Maybe say, a. we love Lone Duck, A. That would be helpful. Five stars. I don't know. But Canada... Kevin and I are begging you to shine your maple leaf upon us. Yeah. We'll have to, we can talk like how, how far your marks and like meters. We could do that. Great point. It's not a 300 yarder. It's a 315 meter or a. Something like that. I don't know. We're I'm not better than that. Uh, but big news, big news. Uh, I don't have like a drum roll. Uh, the Australian wilderness, 60, baby. Not bad. We're top, top 60 in Australia. Top 60 in Australian wilderness podcasts. No big deal. Pretty excited. Uh, they're going to send some sort of Canadian or, uh, Australian check in the mail. I would like to say that it's because I still look up to Steve Irwin in many ways in my life. And I just think that that's him looking down upon us. Yeah, I would say when you got a mustache like this, you know you're comfortable down under. The other thing uh, I wanted to do, we've had some really cool, um, uh, you know, people leave reviews and stuff like that on iTunes, which we do appreciate. I do read all of them. Uh, Every once in a while, we like to read some of them live on our show. Uh, so yeah, if you don't mind, Bob, I'd love to just rattle off a few. And if you want to respond to them, go for it. Yeah. Hold on one second. Go for it. Uh, this one was from Walleye. Five star. Yeah, buddy. Boom. Uh, amateur handler dogs operate at much. (laughs) My dogs operate at a much higher level than their owner. Uh, and we're just a little guys battling in the lower AKC division. Love the podcast. He's old, confused, and doesn't drive well anymore. But when he hears Bismuth, he was alive again. Just for a little. I love it. 
Yeah. Uh, that's a great review. Yeah, I know. Thanks, man. Really? What was his name again? Uh, well, it's like their Apple ID name thing was Wall-Eyed. Wall-Eyed. I love it. Thank you, Wall-Eyed. You the man or woman. Hmm? Or both. It's 2021. Listen, we just like we listeners. Love we just love listeners. Uh, Nate. Uh, Nate also left a pretty awesome review. Furthest star to the right, in case anyone was curious. Uh, 30 years old, loves hunting and fishing, grew up doing it, got into duck hunting eight years ago, uh, and now just getting into training labs. Big man. Uh, I got three quality pups coming and should be home by Thanksgiving. This was a little while ago. Uh, and he's going to have his hands full. Um, kind of anxious and nervous all at the same time, but has appreciated listening to the podcast. Hope his training endeavors uh, lead to meeting you someday. Look at that, Bob. People actually care about you, but that That's is cool. genuinely very nice and and pretty cool. And uh, if you are listening, follow up. That would be awesome. I want to hear about those three puppies. Also, yeah, three puppies at the same time. Bold. Yeah, you nuts. That's bold. We had CT Dobbs. I've been binging this podcast and loving it. Informative content and awesome stories, which we do appreciate. That is pretty cool. And I feel like when I think of like binging stuff, I think of like Netflix and not us, and not us. And, you know, hanging out and whatever. <laughs> but so that is really cool and uh, genuinely appreciated. Uh, and then the yeah. last one that I, that I thought would be cool for sharing was uh, from uh, Chris Rudd, which actually he wrote his name in the title of the, <laughs> he wrote his name in the title of the, the review. So I can't not shout out. Chop. Yeah. Yeah. Hey man. I see you, Chris. Uh, been enjoying the podcast for the last few months, and he's actually an HRC guy. Love all the guests. Keep it up. Pretty cool. Uh, we don't do a whole lot of HRC things, and uh, it's nice that we have some crossover. So, Chris, thank you. Reach out. Say hello, my friend. Yeah, we actually have, Kevin, an HRC club that is being formed in central New York as we speak. And this really? fall, the fall of 2021, we will have an HRC event. And I will run it. I'm going to send it. Uh, I'm whoa, pretty whoa, excited gonna, about it. You're going to run in it, or you are going to be running um, the event? Good question. I, I'm going to run in it. I will bring my dogs and run in the HRC event. Um, Chris, come join. Yeah. it's. Uh, I love running HRC. I just don't get the opportunity in New York to do it. So it's a really fun venue you're shooting guns you're blowing duck calls sometimes you might be running off a dog stand or they try and make it really hunt realistic and i love that about it so i'm, I'm excited to bring my clients the opportunity to to run hrc and get a different title for their dog and uh yeah, maybe we need to have a, an hrc focused podcast like get someone from the hrc like a representative and and have them on to talk more about it and talk more about the different levels you got started seasoned and finished and then you've got the grand the we elusive grand on the show to talk about these types of things i i yeah but those are my buddies i'm talking about like <laughs> yeah they don't john, know they don't johnny know little <laughs> that that runs hrc like he would be fun to have on and hear the nuances and and they've got a great youth program um 
Lone Duck used to sponsor the East or West Tennessee Retriever Club. Can't remember. I got the t-shirt, though, to prove it. Um, God, is it East Tennessee? I can't remember. Sorry. My bad. But they, they so like, send another t shirt, though. <laughs> send, send another t shirt. Yeah. Well, I probably got to send some money. So, what? ipso facto, <laughs> I, still, I still appreciate what they do, though. They, yeah. they do once a year, they bring top guys in the country in to teach youth, really? young kids. So, like Jim Ronquest from RT Calls, he'll go for the day and teach kids how to blow a duck call and, how awesome is that to see the guy they see on TV? That's pretty cool. Teaching you at 14 years old how to blow a duck call or 10 years old how to blow a duck call. Um, then they'll have pros come in and bring their trailer of dogs and let the kids run them on setups and teach them how to handle them. And it's just super cool. And I think HRC really puts a lot of effort into the next generation of hunting, uh, dogs all, all of that it's it's really neat i mean if i had that when i was a kid easily take me under their wing at 12 or 14 god knows who where i'd be i'd probably have a podcast and you know a kennel full of dogs or something <laughs> you'd have a podcast that uh did better in canada that's for sure hey yeah um i need some maple really cool syrup bud yeah um letter kenny Another shout out, Canada. Come on, I know you. We're one. We're so close. We're right on that border. We'll have to we'll have to get like a Molson shirt next. Don't don't talk like that. That's crazy. <laughs> um yeah, no, we'll we'll we should do that. That would be really cool. Uh even just I mean I just think it's interesting and for the most part, you know, your specialty is AKC. It's pretty much all I know, honestly. Um, and well, it's what we always talk about, but it would be really fun. So we'll do it. Let's, let's stop talking about that. So thank you everybody who comments and, and five-star reviews. If you feel like leaving a less star, I promise you there's other podcasts that deserve less stars. (laughs) I'm just kidding. You don't want to leave them out. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, but we appreciate everybody's support of the show. You know, it, it makes me feel real good when I'm having my coffee in the morning and I slide into Instagram and people are, Hey, I've just listened to this episode and you said this and it really helped me. That's what we're here for. Um, so, so we appreciate those kind of comments yeah. on iTunes and all that. And then when you come out and say, Hey, love the podcast, maybe, maybe you could lose Kevin you know, I don't know. It makes sense. Not really. You're the best part of this show for me, buddy. Oh, I know. It's because you get to look at my chiseled jawline. Look at that. Which chin's jawline? Well, if you look in the right light, there's a few ripples that you can see. and that, that's <laughs> I see three right now. I know. Listen. Just All right. Times let's, uh, let's do one more segment of this show. I don't know where to go with it, but... Give me something, Kev. Give me something. Bring me, bring me home something. I, I am. Birdie's really having puppies. Boom! I did it for you. You can't even come up with it yourself. It's your dog. I, w- I was thinking about what I've been doing lately, and I've been working and ice fishing. And you've been ice fishing once. And I went one weekend and 
smoked bluegills. It was awesome. Went to town. It was great. But anyways, um, yeah, yeah. Birds this is puppies. exciting news. This is Birdie, exciting news. She is not fully. She's not pregnant yet. We're pulling progesterone this week. Yep. And what that means to folks who don't know is she's going to a veterinarian and and being tested to see where her hormone level is for peak ovulation and peak time to breed. So what's super exciting, this is big, is the male that Kevin is breeding to, his name is Titan, and Titan is grand multiple Grand Hunting Retriever champion, Master National. I believe goal. he's got two plates. Yeah, I think you're right. That's huge. So he's one plate away from being in the Retriever Hall of Fame. He's a dark, beautiful red. And his puppies, the puppies that he's throwing, are exceptional marking dogs, high trainability, just studs. And I, Kevin and I are still in the discussion of should we keep one of the puppies? Like, I always will take another puppy. I love puppies. So it's it's high likelihood that we'll have a another field bred golden in the on the lone duck truck to campaign and raise and have fun with and video and show the progress. So we will see. But I would say if you're interested in getting on the list, going. we we have a list going. I got to call people this week. Uh, I didn't realize we were going to drop the the birdie bomb. But well, let's. Uh, so here's what we're going to do, everybody. Don't jump on the bandwagon too fast. Kevin, you call everybody on your list. And 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 then if you really want a birdie puppy, send us a direct message. We'll get you in touch with Kevin. And we'll send you the pedigrees and the health clearances and all the good stuff that you should look for when you're buying a puppy. And get you into a stud muffin of a golden retriever. Uh, they're going to be pretty – they're going to be pretty awesome. They're – I don't know, bold statement, I don't know if you can find another living golden with the type of stats that Titan has. I don't think you can. Uh, it is a bold statement. I don't know the answer. I mean, there's field champion golden retrievers. All right, fair so, enough. Fair point. So that, yeah, so there is. So you might, that, but you also you might. found one in this way. So, yeah. you know, you're already there. But I think for a hunt test dog that that is consistent in the hunt test game and throws puppies that are like him, that are really talented, and Birdie's no slouch. No. You know, she's, awesome. she's she's a really good dog. So you're gonna have a high caliber animal, great family member, but a high caliber animal to compete with. Um, so if you're into long hair and pulling burrs out of a coat. Get you a golden retriever from Kevin. So send us a direct message. We can help you out there. I'm really, really excited about that. We have a lot of, we don't have a lot of litters coming up, but because of this cruise litter, I've been getting a lot of questions. So I want to address it here really quick. Our friends, Slippery Steve Salamone and Safe Master Hunter. She's pregnant, confirmed pregnant. He has a few puppies. Like she's going to deliver mid-March. Three weeks. I believe you said. I think so too. Come so on. let's say mid mid March twenty twenty one. Um, there's a few puppies left in that litter to be sold. 
we have a confirmed breeding from Kenai, Master oh, no Hunter. Way. I didn't from the, know that. Yep. Bryce Collins from Eastern View Outfitters Guide Service in Plattsburgh, New York. I trained Kenai uh, to the master level. She's off a uh, FC Grand Hunter Retriever Champion Juice. Very excellent pedigree. She's uh, been bred and will have puppies. And then we have our own females that uh, will probably be getting bred over the, you know, through the summer. Like there's not going to be a ton of puppies. We're not pumping them out and whatnot, but those are all client dogs. Those are all somebody else's dogs. I'm happy to help you get in contact with their owners. I help facilitate the breeding. So I know their health clearances are done. I know the quality of animal that we're going to get. The Kenai litter is going to be extra, both safe and Kenai litter are going to be extremely high drive, excellent marking dogs, high trainability, but you got to work them. They've got to get training. They can't, they're not slouches. So they're going to take somebody who wants that caliber of dog and is ready for that caliber of dog and, and wants the challenge to take it to the next level. Um, so if you want to learn more about that, um, they're going to be located in New York. So you're either going to have to come and get them or fly them to you or have a, a shipping company get them to you. But we're happy to help you. It's exciting time. We're doing the best we can to provide great hunting companions, great competition dogs, and great family members. And I, I'm mostly excited about this birdie litter. This is I'm, legendary. I'm excited, man. We're gonna I almost swore. I almost swore that's how excited I am. Yeah, well, saddle up. We also, we've mentioned Bryce twice. Hey, oh. Uh, so, a third time's a charm. We got to talk about his bow at some point soon. Yeah, Kevin and I, actually, let's put this out to the world. Kevin and I are looking for a duck boat. Our duck boat is smaller and we want bigger. We're looking for an 18 foot modified V or V bottom with a good size motor center console or side console or some sort of console we want a nice nice duck boat send us direct messages with pictures and you need to be within the eastern seaboard we got to be able to drive there i'm not doing a 20-hour car ride to pick up a boat turn around or that's right pick up a boat and we it's not what you we don't want it from the salt water we want a freshwater boat okay so freshwater boat big motor 18 foot, give or take. Don't not uh nothing smaller than 18 foot. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Um. So if you are looking to get you out of a boat, can you hear those dogs barking, Kevin? Mm, barely. It's all right. But if anybody uh, knows a guy who knows a guy, uh, slide on guy. into the DMs and and you know we're interested. And also we are selling our other boat. So I don't know. Everybody wants a lone duck boat. Yeah. Needs a little bit of work, but it's a great starter boat. Not expensive. You can hunt rivers, lakes, um, bigger water, divers. It's a pretty nice boat, but we're looking to upgrade so that we can add uh, one to two more people in the boat while we hunt. And uh, so I'm excited. So, all right, Kevin, this was a phenomenal show. I enjoyed catching up with you, buddy. I miss you. I know that the next two weeks are going to be hectic for you and Rachel, but this is a very exciting time for the lone duck. Yeah, uh, adding a new duckling, new duckling and a new litter of puppies. Why not all at once? Yeah, you're nuts. But 
Um, all right, everybody, thank you for tuning in. Click subscribe, five-star review. Give us a review. Check us out on LoneDuckOutfitters.com and Patreon. And YouTube. Oh, and YouTube. Nice. Yeah, we got a bunch of videos on YouTube as well. So thank you all for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Catch you on the flip side. Hey, join our community. If you enjoy the show, if you enjoy our YouTube, if you enjoy Instagram, it's like buying me and Kevin a beer. Join patreon.com forward slash Lone Duck Outfitters. The link is in the description. Click that link. Join the community. We've got tons of great videos, tons of great content, and you can ask me more questions. So join it. Enjoy it. We did it for you, and you're helping us produce this show. So thank you so much to that community. Get in, get out, let's roll. Patreon.com forward slash Lone Duck Outfitters. Hey listeners, Nick Larson here, host of the Bird Shop Podcast. As fans of this show, you may be interested in the conversations on the Bird Shop Podcast, where we discuss all things upland hunting, from upland birds and their habitat and conservation to the shotguns, bird dogs, and gear used to pursue them. Whether you're a seasoned upland hunter or just getting started and wanting to learn more, I interview a wide range of guests, each with their own unique perspective and valuable experience to share. If you're on the hunt for more upland hunting conversation, please consider subscribing to the Bird Shop Podcast today. Thank you.